Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Pisces podcast. Is the microphone working? Let me check. Let me check. I think it is. All right. It's been a while since I released. I think December 14th was the last day I released. I apologize for that. Pod fade. They call it pod fade in the business. Pod fade is when you just don't want a podcast anymore. They have strategies for fixing it. Like, um, Recording all your episodes on a Sunday or on a Monday or on a Tuesday or whatever and chunking it all. But I don't know. I'm a, I'm just a little bit lazy. I was, <laughs> I really am. There's this part of me that's just lazy. I've been working with it ontologically, meaning coming up with sort of trying to figure out ways of being to combat my resistance. Because I'm not really a lazy human being. I just have these things that I don't want to do. I think we all do. We have things we don't feel like doing. And the mind is ingenious in devising ways to prevent us from doing the things that we <laughs> said we would do. And I was talking with my coach today, a new coach who I've been working with, and we were talking about the difference between working for yourself, living the dream, and working for someone else when you're working with someone else. You've got someone telling you what to do. You're accountable to somebody else. And when you're accountable to somebody else, it's much easier to show up for somebody else or show up for yourself, rather, when you're accountable to somebody else. And when you're just accountable to yourself, it's it can get a little tricky. Part of a part of the the plight of the entrepreneur is being accountable to yourself. It can just be really tricky. So anyway, um, shout out to Josh Gray. Josh Gray, thanks so much for that really nice Facebook message that you sent me. I really appreciate it. Shout out to all of the others who listen. Jimmy D, Greg D, who else? Shane R. I don't know if Shane still listens. Shane, do you still listen? I have no idea. But um, last episode had 235 downloads, which is a lot for me. Um, it's a lot for the Magic Pisces podcast. That's I usually get about 75, and I'm noticing that the longer I wait in between episodes, the more downloads per episode. Um, probably just because people, when there's not a lot of episodes getting released, people have them in their queue and they just end up listening to them. Uh, they end up like uh, binging them or catching up on podcasts that they haven't been caught up on, you know, various different podcasts. So lots and lots has happened since the last episode um i i got the rona i caught covid i left i left california i can't remember the date maybe on like the 18th the 18th of december i drove all or 17th maybe it was i drove all the way to atlanta from california and to hang out with my family for christmas now the reason one of the main reasons that i drove across country is because I didn't want to be in a crowded airport or on a plane because I know they talk about planes being, you know, safe because of the air circulation. I forget what the term is exactly or the technology is specifically, but I still didn't really trust them. Like I, I still don't really trust planes. They're just kind of like canister-ish. Like what if that mechanism breaks down mid-flight and you're just left with everybody's coughing and whatnot 
so I ended up driving because I wanted to just avoid that. And I also wanted to, it felt like there was something I wanted to discover about myself or America in the, in the process of driving cross country. One of the things I discovered about America is that it's fucking big and the majority of it there, and, and there are no people for the majority of it. Um, I don't think I worded that properly, but yeah, there's just, there's just stretches where there's just nobody. I mean, I'm talking hundreds of miles at a time. And so that part was really amazing, but it kind of like, I didn't notice the symptoms coming on because I was driving. The first day I drove 11 hours, the second day I drove like 12 hours, and the third day I drove like 10 hours. It was just, it was crazy. The third day was supposed to only take eight hours, but I got into this crazy traffic jam. There was this huge accident, and so there was like a two-hour delay, and so it took me over 10 hours the third day. And by the time I arrived in out where, where my brother lives outside of Atlanta, I was really burned out from driving for three days straight. And I got in, and we kind of hung out for a while, me and my brother and his wife. And it's like I wasn't feeling quite right, but I didn't notice that I was, wasn't was feeling quite right. And then the next morning, I woke up, and I was, like, shaking and shivering, and it was kind of weird. And I took a home COVID test that they have, and it was positive. So, you got COVID. So I immediately went upstairs to quarantine, and... Um, started my started my quarantine process, and that's when things got really interesting, because COVID is incredibly psychologically, emotionally, very very, how do you say, interesting. It made me incredibly paranoid. It made me incredibly emotional like I would cry at the drop of a pin it alienated me from my family all of the sudden here I am in quarantine and I'm having uh, plates of food dropped you know like left outside the door now my brother happens to live in a big ass house so I was technically quarantining in a closet but the closet was very big, and it was attached to a very big office also. But So they're, like, leaving, like, cups of coffee and food outside outside the door, and they're kind of mad at me because we had to cancel, we had to cancel Christmas. So my parents had to turn around and drive back to Chicago. They had left Chicago to drive for the same reason that I drove, and then my sister had to cancel her flight. And so that was weird, and so I'm kind of – getting this sort of cold shoulder or we're mad at you energy from my family, which was just really weird because as you've probably heard me say before, I'm like the black sheep in my family. So it was, it was kind of like, Oh, good one, Dave for good one, David, you, you ruined another holiday or you did another bad thing and or you're naughty or can't you ever do anything right like it triggered that part of me at this really crazy crazy like ancestral 
visceral, energetic level. It was just fucking gnarly. Like, and, and so it just, it just made me straight up fucking suicidal. Like I'm just thinking about, I'm like planning, which I'm often, I'm often straight up suicidal, but I was like, it, it made me like plan suicidal. Like what's the plan? Is there a rope around here? There's all kinds of trees out there. I could just, they're going to find me hanging from a tree tomorrow morning. And like it was, it was crazy. It was totally crazy. And my brother's kind of given me this weird kind of cold shoulder energy because I'd ruined Christmas. And his wife, I felt, was being kind of weird to me. And it was just crazy. Now, side note. You know, I have said on this podcast that I feel energetically immune to COVID as a result of all the vitamins and the chaga tea and all that. And I am, and and I got it, you know, and I did not think I was going to get it because I take my immunity very, very seriously. And I'm pretty cautious. Like not that long ago, I was, I was guest listed for the Teenage Bottle Rocket show. I might have mentioned this. I was guest, guest listed for you know my favorite band, Teenage Bottle Rocket, one of my favorite bands in San Diego, and I didn't go because I don't want to get COVID. And it turns out someone in the band got COVID, and I would have been right up in the front, like because that's always where I am when I go to shows. So I would have got you know there's a good chance I would have got COVID there. And so it's not that I'm not I don't have a a an irresponsible attitude to covid i just don't like you know with the mask mandates around i fucking wear a mask like the mac- mask mandates are back in full swing i wear a mask i don't fucking bitch about it um i just don't i know guess technically i'm supposed to wear a mask if i'm unvaccinated but whatever there's where i live it's very kind of like i've said this before it's very kind of live and let live which is very much how it was in the south interestingly but, you know, so I got to own. Like, I didn't think I was going to get it, and I totally got it. Omicron is apparently, which is the thing I think I got, is a, is the strain I think I got is apparently like 140 or 150 times more powerful than Delta or than the original, the Alpha. So it's just insanely transmissible. I think it's transmissible outside. I'm almost positive I got it at the coffee shop that I hang out with. There was a rainy day when everybody was inside and the doors were closed. They had these big two – these big like French doors, French style doors. And they were closed that day. It's probably the first time I've ever seen the doors closed in there. And everybody was in there and the windows were all fogged up. And I'm pretty sure that's the day I got it. So, you know, that was, um, I, like I said, like I, I had to eat the COVID humble pie and you know, what can you do? And, and then I had to kind of go through this process of like I was like texting a friend of mine and I thought the friend of mine was like judging me for getting COVID like one of the things I've come to to realize or distinguish is like you're you're not in trouble if you got COVID you didn't do anything wrong if you got COVID particularly now that you know I have a friend that was in the hospital two nights ago who's double vaxxed Um, my dad ended up getting COVID double vaxxed and boosted Um, I have another friend that I dropped off some food at her house yesterday. Looked like death warmed over, double vax boosted. So, every, like, there are all kinds of people getting it. And, and I had a, I wouldn't call it a, like, a, it was, I will say this much. O, even Omicron 
which most people are saying it's just like the flu. It's just like a cold. Like if you listen to the Ben Shapiro podcast, it's like you, if you get Omicron, you're getting a cold. If you get Omicron, you're getting the flu, you know, the sniffles. If you get Omicron, you're just getting like a sore throat and cough for a couple of days. No, 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 no. That's not what it was. It was – I had the last time I was that sick was in – 1999 when I lived in Steamboat and I just got a case of this gnarly, gnarly death flu, like incapacitating flu. And I was sicker then. I was like in bed for like 10 days when I had that. I mean, it was fucking brutal. And so the, the, the COVID was, I don't know, it was like three or four days where it was like really, really intense. And there's this song by the Grateful Dead called Black Peter and it's just about this it's about this guy laying in bed dying from pneumonia basically and his friends they come around and so he's just basically laying there waiting to die and and the it's just a trippy fucking song but i i um i just kept going through my head and i just kept thinking like man this like i could see how this kills motherfuckers i could see how this would just result in you leaving your body. And it I didn't I wasn't out of breath. I didn't lose any lung function or, or anything. And I was still able to do you know, I did a little bit of kundalini yoga every day. And it's still it's still lingering. It's still like I'm not one hundred percent. And this was almost a month ago. So it's it's definitely not a joke and this is this is omicron which is you know the 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 least severe um and the most transmissible so perhaps all of that crazy immunity stuff i was doing worked against alpha and delta and then omicron is just everybody's got it everybody and their mother has it so it 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 took me into these it, for me, it was really just this absolutely fascinating exploration of consciousness because once I identified that it was getting me straight to this kind of like source wound place inside of me and I realized that almost like that was its purpose, then I worked with it. And I started, I had this, I put it in, in the show notes way back when, at like the beginning of COVID, when COVID, COVID first happened. I put these, I've put them in a couple of times, actually. It's these, this, I had this Jill's Wings of Light, jillswingsoflight.com, immunity music, this COVID immunity music that came out like right at the beginning in like April, April of 2020. And you were supposed to listen to it for 70 minutes twice a day. So I would listen to it once all the way through like during the day and then when nighttime came around um i would i would get under the covers and like get nice and snugly warm under the covers and put this covid immunity music on and it would take me to some of the deepest darkest most demented depths of my being and psyche and psychology and ontology and everything else. It just like took me there. And then I started to kind of relate to it 
as a spiritual teacher or some sort of spiritual gift or some sort of teaching tool or some sort of like provider of lessons for life or whatever. And I mean, it was crazy because even like there was a member of my immediate family who texted me one of the most fucked up things that anyone has ever said. And it sort of suggested, it didn't sort of suggest, it suggested that I'm very likely to die. And it was not said in the most, it wasn't, it was said in a mean-spirited way. And so when I got that text, I got that text and I'm like, man, my family wants me to fucking die. And then it just went more and more and deeper and further into these places inside that I didn't know existed. And it was just fucking crazy. It was just crazy. And, and then, you know, I got a text from my brother, like, well, I mean, obviously we were, we were communicating. It's not like, it's not like I was in quarantine and they didn't speak to me or anything like that. But, you know, it was like very cautious. They would yell up the stairs. And if I came downstairs, I would give them warning and they would go outside and, you know, whatever. Um, but then it turns out that they, they, they got it and that their kids had slept with them. And it was just, it was all over, right? So everybody got it, in other words. And so once everybody got it, then we all got to hang out. It ended up having a wonderful Christmas um, with just me and the nieces and nephew and brother and sister Alon. So that was great. But it was a doozy. It was just, it was totally gnarly. And, and I'm still like, I don't have, you know, I talked to a, I've talked to a couple of doctors. Um, but one, one specific doctor friend of mine said, if you don't have a fever, you're not contagious. Don't worry. You're totally fine. As far as giving it to other people. Um, but uh, I did quarantine for – I was in complete isolation for like three days. And then um, I quarantined for a total of nine days. And in that period of nine days, the CDC changed the quarantine requirements from 10 days to five days. So, you know, I, I, did, my, I did my part as a citizen and quarantined like because that's what you do. I mean, there was, there was no question about that. Like there was no question once I got COVID like – yeah, you can't no, – no going out. Um, luckily, the house I was staying in is on a lot of land, and and it was beautiful and really quiet at night and in the woods and just very grounded. And, and overall, I – well, first of all, I'm glad I got it out of the way, and I'm glad that the – I'm glad for natural immunity. There's more and more – you know, a lot of people have said – natural immunity is what you actually want from the get-go. But now there's you're starting to see people it, – it's a more accepted – it's kind of a more accepted thing, you know, according to – I believe it's Dr. Peter McCullough or – I believe – Peter McCullough or uh, – what's his name? Dr. Robert Malone, it's 20 times better than vaccine immunity. Now, vaccine immunity is proving to not be much immunity at all. Uh, that being said, I will give the vaccine devil its due because my dad did get boosted. He did get COVID from church, but the case was incredibly quick, was very mild, and he was over it very fast. And my mother did not get it. So, you know, let's give the vaccine devil its due. And th I mean, sh so there's that. 
but then there's also the, you know, I say, I gave two example. Well, my dad is an example of someone who got COVID, a vaccinated person who got COVID. And then my, my friend yesterday who I dropped off soup for, who looked like death. And then my other friend who was in the hospital two nights ago, fully vaxxed. So who knows? I mean, I was going to go into, um, I was going to go into all kinds of stuff. I had a, a bunch of things planned for this episode. Um, talking about the Joe Rogan interview with Dr. Peter McCullough in particular. Um, shit. The microphone wasn't turned on. So the sound was all fucked up. I thought something was wrong. I thought something was missing. And I just looked down at the, the off switch on my microphone and switched it to on. So we're just going to keep going because I don't want to re-record this entire episode. So perfectionism stops a lot of people dead in their tracks. Anyway, I thought something was I thought something was off. Anyway, so um yeah, the the Peter McCullough interview on Joe Rogan is worth listening to. And if you just Google Peter McCullough, you're just going to find out what an asshole he is. But the thing about Peter McCullough is nobody is challenging him like in person. Like, you know, he gets he gets people saying things from outside but nobody is stepping up to the plate with him and debating him one-on-one -on -one. i haven't seen it yet and then there's also an interview with um that joe rogan did with the inventor of mrna technology dr robert malone i believe his name is and um you know those are th both three hours a piece and they're just they're loaded with information i listened to the peter mccullough one twice and I listened to the Robert Malone one all the all the way to the end. And then in the previous episode, I referenced the Dark Horse podcast. And the Dark Horse podcast interviewed the uh, vaccinologist who basically predicted exactly what's happening, that the COVID will start mutating and it won't, and it'll just continually mutate and that it would be, pa I believe he said that it'll be passed mostly amongst the vaccinated, which seems to be what's happening. It seems to be circulating amongst the vaccinated so um who the hell knows like i don't I, i'm i'm just really trying to just be as nice as i can while at the same with to, to just people in general and ultimately to myself and like i'm not bad because i got covid there's nothing there's like it's not it doesn't make me a bad person it doesn't make me a bad person because i don't trust the the vaccine um it doesn't make me a bad person for saying the things that I say in this podcast. And I was going to really go into the more conspiratorial side of things in this podcast, but I got caught up on my own personal experience of COVID and what it was like. So I'm just not going to go there. I'm just going to leave. Um, I'm just going to leave you all with what I have shared. COVID is a trip have a beautiful day bye-bye